start spreading the news I'm leaving today I want to be a part of it New York, New York All right, all right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the May I Have a Word podcast. As always, I am your host, Gustavo Montes. What is going on, everybody? How are you? Holy Christ. It is December, okay? It is December. I'm nine days away. What's what's today? I think I'm like eight days away from Christmas. I truly apologize for not... Posting this episode. This episode had been locked, ready to go, since I came back from New York, New York, and Philadelphia. They didn't make a song for Philadelphia, but that as well, and New Jersey. Um, This one has been in the can since September, um, but uh, I have been massively massively swamped in a trillion different ways um, from the time I got back to Los Angeles. And then the month of October and November went by really fast. Uh, Thanksgiving was an absolute uh, um, blur. Uh, But um, I will touch base on those on a different episode. However, this episode you're about to hear has been in the can since September. I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys love it. Uh, Yeah. Listen to it. Love it. I'll chat with you guys later. See ya. All right, all right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to the May I Have a Word podcast. As always, I'm your host, Gustavo Montes. What's going on, everybody? How are you? Oh, my God. We are on location. We're on location today, people. And if you hear my voice and it sounds very subtle and not as energetic it's because it's currently 521 in the a.m and i'm at terminal b at tom bradley terminal here at the wonderful los angeles international airport um i'm getting on a flight today because i'm leaving on a jet plane I don't know if I'll be back again. No, I know I'll be back again. September 19th, I'll be back in Los Angeles. Be back home. Um, But, um, yeah. I'm, like, sitting here waiting for my flight to board here in the fabulously renovated Tom Bradley International Terminal. Um, But uh, I'm here, and I'm sitting here, and I'm like, you know what? If I have to wait for the next 30 minutes, I'm not going to wait here by myself. Oh, I'm I'm talking here. This woman is on the... How rude is that? Can you believe that? Interrupting my podcast to tell me that smoking's prohibited. It's 2022. Do you really need to remind people not to smoke in an airport? Is that a problem? Do people really need to be, like, reminded not to smoke in an airport? Is there anybody walking with a cigarette into any airport in these United States and is like, um, uh, yeah, Spirit Airlines, please? No, I don't think there is. I think there's anybody out there smoking in an airport to remind us that smoking is prohibited. Vaping. Yes, vaping I can understand as to why you got a bunch of those idiots vaping everywhere. It's like, why do people that vape think that you can vape anywhere? It's like, you're like your smoking pal, your smoking chief. Just because it doesn't smell like the inside of a coffin does not mean that it's like not allowed. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's very frustrating about these vapors. Um, But yeah, so I'm here. We're waiting to board our flight to the East Coast. Your boy is going back to the East Coast. He's going to be landing in the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia. Uh, Don't know why it's called brotherly love. But uh, but yeah, it's called the brotherly love, the city of brotherly love. Um, And uh, I'm going to be landing. It's about a five and a half hour flight, I guess. I do not. 
I forget how long it is. I don't know. Last time I flew to Philadelphia, it was very, very um, uncomfortable. You know, I had to wear a mask the whole time. And um, I'm not saying that because, because you know, you know, because I voted for a certain president or because, you know, I, people think I'm a Republican or they think that, you know, that I was there on January 6th. Um, no, I, I like it was I. Whoa. Nope. I'm not on standby, pal. Your boy's priority. Mm hmm. That's right. I, I, you know, I overindulged myself and I, uh, you know, I made myself a priority. You know what I mean? No one's going to do it in my life. I'm going to do it to myself. That's right. Mm-hmm. I made myself a priority, which we all should too. Don't ever let anybody tell you you're not a priority. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, they're getting standbys ready here so they can have these people sit in fear that they're going to miss their flight. Um... While I'm sitting there, sipping my champagne. Oh, the old bus getting himself a little first class. I didn't get first class. I just got myself priority seating as I walk past the pregnant women. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm terrible. (laughs) But... um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, no, it was, it was an uncomfortable flight because it was like, I had to wear a mask the whole time and, and, uh, you know, this was last year and, you know, my, the COVID symptoms were still kind of like, still there, it still kind of hurt to run and do all this and that, so having a mask for five and a half hours really, 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 like, sucked, and, I don't know why, man. I I I um, I had a short fuse. I mean, when don't I, right? But um, especially if you heard the last podcast, um, it was um, it was uh, there was a flight attendant who uh, we were we were there, and you know, like they hand out the like the snacks and the drinks and whatever. And, you know, like, I'm there, you know, just, just doing what I'm doing and whatnot. And, um, and, oh, my God. See, look, it, like, it's like, there's no rush for these standbys. Look, every standby is going to get on. I think I got the road to myself, by the way. Oh, if I get the road to myself, by the way, I will be in heaven. Oh, praying to God that I get the road by myself be so sweet this is the benefits of getting an early early flight first flight of the day man you will luck out with things like this uh, so fingers crossed fingers crossed for me anyways so they're handing out like the snacks and whatever you know you get your little food throughout the flight and you know still at the time you know federal regulations were like oh no you gotta have a mask on at all times gotta have a mask gotta have a mask and so um and so I was like, all right, you know, I'll have a mask. But I was, I was, there was water in front of me and there was, you know, like my snacks and I had my tray table down and, and I was snacking. So my mask wasn't obviously on, but so my tray table's down and I have my right elbow like on the tray table and I had a window seat. So my right arm was there and it's like, you know, uh, I was wearing a hoodie and I'm there and my hand is like on my face. Just I, like I was watching a film and I'm just minding my own business, right? I'm just there, you know, the mask was like on my chin. It wasn't on my face, but it was on my chin because I'm sitting there, I'm having some snacks and I'm having a drink and the the flight attendant literally like reaches over and I didn't see her. Obviously I didn't see her because I'm watching a film there. And you know, my hand was on, like it was holding up like the right side of my face. My, like my right hand was. And this flight attendant reaches over the two people, the aisle and the middle seat. She reaches over them, taps me in my shoulder as if she's like 
trying to see if she could shatter my rotator cuff with her fingers. It's like she taps me so hard on my shoulder. And, you know, I literally turn like slowly, but yet forcefully I turn. Like, I'm like, I'm sorry. Someone's tapping me with the aggressiveness that they pay my bills for me. So who the hell is tapping me? And it's like, I just turn and this flight attendant's looking right at me and she's just like, you know, like tapping her face, you know, like put your mask on. And I'm like, I'm like, yo, flight attendant Flo, do you not see the drinks and the pretzels right in front of me? Like I was, oh my God. I was like, I'm, I may snap, but then, you know, Sky Marshal Bill will tackle me and then I'm on like a, you know, so, hold on, I got to hear this, guys. Do I need to hear this? Twelve minutes. All right, twelve minutes. I'm gonna time her. Um, and if we do not board in twelve minutes, I'm gonna ask her if I get a free drink. Yeah. Be like, you know what? You 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 made a promise, and in the great state of California, when you say you're gonna do something, that's a verbal contract. It's a verbal agreement. Can I sue you for that? Um. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, the lady taps me, and I'm like, oh, my God. It's like, guys, like, what are you going to do here, bud? I'm like, you know what? Ironically, I think I remember when I was watching, I was watching a film called Wrath of Man, and I'm like, "Hmm, I'm going to go back to my violent film here, and I'm going to calm down. (laughs) I'm going to watch my film about Jason Statham killing mafia members. Yeah. So this is part one of the podcast. You're going to get the other part when I land. Um, So you guys can get the what am I like after the flight. (laughs) You guys are getting the before. What's it going to be like after the flight? (laughs) Hawaiian Airlines, what the hell? (laughs) Hawaiian Airlines. They're giving out a Hawaiian Airlines thing. What the hell is this? Wait, what? I didn't hear that right. (laughs) What I just heard right now was like... What I just heard was that everyone has to leave, but... All essential personnel will stay. That would have been very... Alright, I don't see anyone else leaving. Alright. I don't know what that... I don't know what that alert was for. But... Yeah, I'm traveling by myself. Traveling by myself. Which, by the way... Was it? I think like a year? Maybe two years ago? And last year. Last year, I spent money on this fucking thing called Clear. Clear. Okay, Clear Clear was supposed to be, like, the next step, um, like, below TSA pre-check. And, um, yeah, it was the next step above TSA pre-check. Or the, the next, like, it's like you have TSA pre-check and then you have Clear. Clear has been an absolute fucking bust of a purchase. I purchased it. You know, there are certain arenas around the world, like stadiums, that they'll give you um, 
they'll give you access to it um, if you have clear. And um, there is no, like, I've only used it. I swear to God, I've traveled many times throughout, you know, not the world. I mean, I've been in Mexico, been in New York, Philadelphia, whatever. I've only been able to use it once. And it was leaving Los Angeles to go to Philadelphia last year. It was, um, and, and like it came in clutch then, but like every other time it doesn't exist in Philadelphia. When, like when I flew out of Philadelphia, it wasn't there. New, New York, they said, oh, it's not open yet. Like, what the fuck you mean it's not open yet? It's like the airport's open. Therefore, it should be open. It's a security checkpoint. The hell you mean it's not open? It's like going to the police department and saying, oh my God, I want to report a crime. Sorry, we're not open. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm sorry. There are hours of operation that security checkpoints are? So stupid. It was like, it was like so um, when I went to Cabo, when I flew to Cabo, didn't have it there. And I flew from Cabo, didn't have it there. And I'm like, this is an absolute waste of a purchase. And, um, and yeah, so don't ever buy clear. Just go get the TSA pre-check. I'm going to have to do that when I get back. I don't want to, but screw it. I'm already here. I'm already here in this position to where I'm like, like, had I, had I known that I was going to show up today and they were like, oh yeah, none, like none of that, I, w- I like, I would have made arrangements to, to do the TSA pre-check. I need to get the TSA pre-check and I need to get it like ASAP. ASAP. I don't care what it's for. I honestly don't. It's just it, like, it's just like, you know, like the utter convenience of it, you know, like, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to be going to Arizona for, for, um, probably going to be going to Arizona for, oh my God, I'm talking here. Oh my God telling me to remember the simple rules of always wearing a face mask and yet literally 99% of the people here in the terminal right now are not wearing a mask. Um, but no, uh, like such a bust buying clear. Don't do not buy clear. Anybody tells you to buy clear, ignore them, ignore them. Just be like, no, this idiot that I listened to on the podcast said, don't do it. So I'm going to take his word for it. So no, don't buy clear. Probably just lost a potential sponsor of the podcast, but oh well. You want me to uh, sponsor your stuff? You want me to talk good about your stuff? Then, you know, have it benefit me. All right, make my life a little easier. I lucked out today. The only reason why I lucked out today was because it was like, you know, it's this is LAX, dude. All right, man, this is not an airport in Sheboygan. You know what I mean? So it's LAX. It's it's always busy around the clock, and I get to Tom Bradley, and Tom Bradley is the international terminal. So it's you know it's bigger than than like than the other terminals, and like the security lane was like long, and I'm like oh my god, man, you know like I'm like I'm obviously here at my gate way ahead of time enough to you know talk to you guys, but it was just something of where I'm like dude, if I miss this flight. I'm going to literally, you know, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to, you know, talk as if I'm going to do something. But, I like, I mean, like, clear sucks. It absolutely sucks. It's, it, it, it's not served its purpose but one time. And I've flown about six times since. And that one time that it served its purpose was only one way. So, no, it's not worth it. Just do yourself a favor. Just bypass everything. Go get TSA pre-check. Yeah. You'll thank me tomorrow. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, so, you know. I am still counting down for those 12 minutes. I forgot when she said it, though. (laughs) I forgot how many minutes ago she said it. I've, I, I, I have the timer here. I have the timer here on my, on my, on my recording, but I'm like, wait, how many minutes ago did she say it? Damn it. 
Uh, what do I care? I'm priority, right? Going to be getting on before everybody else. It was an additional 12 bucks. Like, like they were like asking me, oh, do you want to get priority for an additional $12? And I'm like, 12 bucks. Where do they get these prices? 12 bucks. But the pilot forget his lunch or something like that. And he's all like, yo, I got to make, yo, someone go get me 12 bucks really quick. Someone go get me 12 bucks. <laughs> they see me walking in the terminal here. Hey, hey, ask him if he wants an upgrade for 12 bucks. They just opened up a Chick-fil-A in the terminal. I really want to get some, some waffle fries. <laughs> oh, the terminal's starting to get packed. When, like, when I rolled up, there was hardly anybody in this terminal. And now I'm starting to see that there's like... This is a nice terminal. I've never been in Tom Bradley. I, I've flown out of LAX quite a few times. And I've never been in Tom Bradley International Terminal. I had to finish the international airport part. A little odd. It was a little odd me saying I've never been inside Tom Bradley. <laughs> oh, that's inappropriate. Wow. Real mature Gus. Yeah. It's dude, it's too early for me for me to be mature, okay? An hour ago I was in bed. Okay. An hour ago I was in bed debating on what type of coffee I should drink so but I'm here and ready for this flight it's going to be a good one it's going to be a smooth one hopefully praying um but your boy got himself a window seat and hopefully I checked in yesterday and my row was empty and I'm like oh Please stay that way. Please stay that way. <laughs> I could have gotten like upgraded seating. I could have had upgraded seating, but um, the upgraded seats, the upgraded window seats, were in rows that were already occupied. Like 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 uh, the aisle and middle seat were already taken. I'm like, nope. I will stay in my normal seat if it means that there's nobody there next to me. It's not that I don't, you know, I mean, I don't care about striking up a conversation with someone. I mean, you know, hey, that, you know, I'm always up for a good conversation. But it's like, I, I'll give you an example as to why sometimes I don't, I don't want to. And, and, and this one goes back, this one like goes back years. I think, like, I want to say like 2009, it goes back. So 2009, this goes back. And, um, and so, um. Uh, I remember I was flying from Phoenix to Los Angeles. This was when I lived in Los Angeles. And um, or the, like this when I lived in Phoenix. And I was flying out to Los Angeles for a college graduation. And I remember I get on the flight. I get on the plane. And the, the guy next to me, the guy next to me sits down and just immediately falls asleep. His phone is still on doesn't have a seatbelt on or anything like that just 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 sits down there and just knocks out and i just start thinking like the absolute worst i'm like oh shit <laughs> like i'm like i'm like uh why is this guy's phone still on why does he um why does he not want to have a seatbelt on and i'm like um <laughs> excuse me mister can you please hi hello and it's like they're giving like the final like you know like they're giving like the final calls and everything like that to make sure that all the you know your like your devices are off and blah 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 airplane mode. And the dude's like, I'm like for starters, how does any human fall asleep that fast? <laughs> Is he really asleep? And I'm like, I'm like, oh god, like I was like I literally had to like tap him on the arm and I'm like, yo, um, we're about to go, bro. <laughs> you know, you wanna wanna you know. Yeah, I was like, you wanna uh, you wanna do your thing there, pal? <laughs> so yeah. Alright folks, I see us starting to line up. I will chat with you once I land. It's gonna be a good flight. I'm gonna have some fun. By fun I mean I'm gonna watch some good films. Pay the thirty bucks to get Wi Fi for the whole freaking trip. Alrighty folks. There we go, that's my call. Alright guys.
I'll chat with you in a little bit. Love you guys. Wish me good, good fortune. All right. Talk to you later, guys. Love you. See you. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen. If you can barely hear me, I'm sorry, but I told you I was going to call you guys when I get to Philadelphia. I'm here. I'm on the ground right now while I'm headed to baggage claim. So this may be me. This one may be a little quicker than the first one because uh, I got my brother waiting for me at baggage claim, already annoying the hell out of me. But it was an interesting uh, flight per se. Uh, some of the most turbulent uh, experience I've had. Um, I've never been on a plane before where they where they put the uh, the fastener seatbelt sign on and then told everyone to um, make sure they return to their seats. <laughs> which is at which point do you think that um, unfortunately I had to use the restroom really bad? Hmm? At which point did you think that that was going to happen? Yep. So there I am, uh, attempting to use the restroom. I'm trying to pee while there's turbulence going on. <laughs> it was kind of like the scene from me, myself, and Irene where Jim Carrey's trying to stand and pee after having sex. Yep. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Um, I'm sitting there in my seat, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I have right now. Now I got to pee right now. I got to pee. No, I don't. No, I don't. You're going to hold it in. You're going to hold it in. My worry was that the turbulence would get so bad that I would just pee myself. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, I had to pee in, in the turbulence. So there I am standing, you know, there I am standing there and I'm just trying to make sure that I <laughs> that I don't piss all over my hands and everything so yeah so went and but mission accomplished used up the uh, used the lavatory which by the way first time ever for me you believe that first time ever you I've been flying since I was a little kid been flying since I was a little kid never never have I ever um Used a restroom on an airline. Yep. Today's a red letter day, my friends. So, so yeah, so uh, landed here on my way to baggage claim, and I got my family waiting for me right now. They are waiting in downtown Philadelphia. So, but uh, my brother's here to pick me up. He's gonna pick me up, and we're gonna head on down there and meet him. And then uh, we are off to. Uh, to the uh, Philadelphia Museum of Art, which is another name, the official name, to the Rocky Steps. So we're going to be going to the Rocky Stairs, and that is going to be how I kick this trip off. So it's going to be good. It's going to be great. I'll give you guys little updates along the way. And uh, yeah, so uh, today I'm in Philadelphia. Tomorrow I'm in New York City. So I will let you guys know what happens with all that. And I will chat with y'all later. All right. Chat with you later, folks. Love you. See you. All right. All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to the May I Have a Word podcast. As always, I'm your host, Gustavo Montes. What is going on, everybody? How are you? Oh, my God. It has been too long. Since we last spoke, but, you know, that little thing called life, you know, tends to happen every now and then. And uh, got me uh, hit the damn ground running ever since I got back. Hang on one second as we... There we go. Hang on one second. Oh, my God. So good. So good. You know, the golden road, baby. The Golden Road. Oh, man. Thank God they don't have these laid out all over the road. Follow the Golden Road Road. Mm. It's so good, man. Once it touches your lips, it's just so good. Um, anyways, uh, yeah. How are you guys doing? We are now in October of 2022. Holy God. 
last time we spoke was before September or was before September was during September and I'm terribly sorry this podcast I'm right now I'm finishing up this episode with the first two little snippets you heard are from a month ago are from more than a month ago I do apologize I had these grand notions of you know recording while I was in New York and everything like that and blah 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 didn't happen did not happen um, not for anything bad reasons or nothing like that. It was an amazing time, an awesome time. I had one of the greatest trips of my life. I got to show my mother New York City. Seeing her face in Times Square was all of it. It was everything. I loved it. You know, I would been I had been busting my ass off nonstop before that trip, uh, working nonstop and everything like that. And then I go on that trip. Um. And, uh, you know, I end up out there and did an incredibly and insane amount of walking, a lot of, lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of walking. And, um, you know, I was exhausted. I was, you know, hungover and everything like that. And we get into Times Square and I see my mom's face light up as she sees Times Square for the first time in her life. And it was awesome. It was great. So anyways, uh, I'll get into that in a moment, but. You know, I do apologize, man, because when I got home from the trip, I was going to do a podcast that night, but I was a little tired. I'm like, all right, I'll do it tomorrow, recap, talk about everything. And I literally hit the ground running with work. I came back to so much work. Good. I mean, that's good. You know, it's good. It's, you know, it's great. So many good things. Uh, All that reasoning is very good, but I was just like, um, there was no room for it. And then, um, uh, you know... Uh, just things here and there, you know, uh, had some family time, uh, had, had to go be with the family for a little bit and everything like that. And, um, uh, I really cannot do my podcast while I'm with my godson and my niece. Um, sometimes the language is a little colorful, a little colorful, and I cannot be exposing a 10 and an eight year old to that. Um, even though I was, and you know, I mean, I turned out pretty damn good. But, uh, you know, I don't want, you know, my eight-year-old niece to be saying, you know, what the fuck back to me. Um, so uh, um, none of that. So, but here I am, though. Here I am and everything. We're doing good. Um, hope you guys enjoyed my little snippet there when I was at Tom Bradley. Then when I landed in Philadelphia, it was my first experience uh, with massive turbulence. I've never experienced turbulence like that before. And then, you know... Uh, peeing uh, in an airplane as there's turbulence going on. That was fun. Um, something I never, never hope I have to do ever again. But um, uh, the trip, the trip itself was awesome. Got into, uh, got into Philadelphia. My brother picked me up. We went to uh, Philly and everything and uh, stopped up this place called, uh, what was it? Um, uh, Campos. It was a place called Campos. It was all right. It was good. You know, I mean, it, if Campos was like in, in Phoenix or in uh, if Phoenix or if Campos was in Los Angeles or if Campos was in San Francisco, Seattle, uh, you know, anywhere else, I think Campos would be one of the best places in the city. But due to the fact that you have a place like that that's in Philly with you know Philly cheesesteaks. And, you know, these big old subs and everything like that. And Philly's got great, great, great locations with that. Uh, it feels like it just doesn't hit the mark when in comparison to other places. Um, but it was still good. I had myself like a 12-inch like Philly cheesesteak. Oh, your boy was a fat mac that day. Let me tell you, you know, I washed it down with a cold one and everything like that. And then right after that, I'm like, all right, where are we going to go? And then they're like, oh, we're going to go to the Rocky Steps. And I'm like... Great. And so uh, we go to the Rocky Steps and I, I, um, I tried to run up the stairs as fast as I could. But I realized like halfway up, I'm like, dude, if you do not slow down right now, you're going to be throwing up all over the top stair. And so I was like, oh, so I put the brakes on and I jogged up. I jogged up the stairs uh, instead of running. Uh, there's a very... Horrible video of me doing that. 
Um, but uh, yeah, I was I had I had a tummy full of food and beer, so I had to be very 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 carefully, carefully carefully. So um, you know, um, it was it was difficult difficult, but still I managed to do it. And, um, uh, we, we did that. Then the next day we went to a couple of the uh, townships cause that's what they have out there in Jersey and Philly area. They have townships. They don't have, um, you know, like this is the city of city. They do have cities. They've got all sorts of stuff. They've got towns, townships, and cities. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of odd like that. Hang on one second. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Um, they have townships, they have all that stuff. Um, but it's a little, you know, it's it's odd. It really is. Well, at least for me, it is. I mean, because I didn't grow up with that. I grew up with cities, and um, and that was it. Cities, pretty much. Um, there are boroughs, which I didn't experience boroughs till I came out to Los Angeles. And, you know, now I, now I live in a borough. I mean, technically my address is Los Angeles, California, but, um, you know, I live in Brentwood. That is the borough. I live in the borough of Brentwood. Um, but so anyways, we were out there in the townships of, of, uh, uh, forget which ones, but I was right next to the township of Haddonfield, which that is right. Haddonfield. And if I've got some regular Halloween, and when I say Halloween, I don't mean the holiday. I'm talking about the greatest horror film franchise of all time is set in Haddonfield. Haddonfield, Illinois, my friend. However, I was in Haddonfield, New Jersey. Um, so, But I was in Haddonfield, which... It brought back some creepy, creepy vibes, man. It really did for me to be in the, you know, the town of Haddonfield. And it was just so kind of a trip for me to be looking around and I'm seeing Haddonfield this, Haddonfield that, Haddonfield City Hall or Town Halls, you know, Haddonfield. And like little logos of the streets, it says Haddonfield on it. And I'm like, oh, this is so trippy. I feel like I'm in the film right now. I feel like I'm there um, in the film And so, uh, and so it was just really, really, uh, trippy to see that because that is where the, the film franchise of Halloween is set in. It's set in Haddonfield and, uh, but Haddonfield, Illinois, which ironically no such, no, no such place exists, but, uh, yeah. And so, um, uh, It was just real, real, real fun to see that. And then, of course, the very next day, the very next day, I end up, uh, we head off to New York City, the concrete jungle where dreams are made of and crushed. Uh, But yeah, uh, got got to go to New York City. We took the train into the city. I got to show my mom everything like that, everything, all, all of it and all this and that. And so... Uh, it was awesome. It was cool. It was fun. Um, like like I said a little earlier, g- getting to show my mom the city and, uh, you know, for us to be there uh, when we walked out of uh, Penn Station and we walked out and there was Madison Square Garden. Um, you know, it's like you have there's so much history. There's so many places, points of in points of interest um, there when you're, you know, walking about, it was awesome. It was great. You know, we get out, we're inside Madison square garden practically because Penn station is, is, um, underneath Madison square garden. And so it was really, really cool to have seen that, to show my mom that. And then, uh, we began our, uh, our walk, we walked about a mile and a half, I believe it is, but yeah, about a mile and a half from Penn Station down to the World Trade Center, which is where, um, you know, we showed my mom. We were able to show my mom the World Trade Center and we got to see it. And um, it was 
it's always, always uh, very, very, very moving when we see the World Trade Center, when we see the two reflecting or the like the two infinity pools that are there. Um, they're the reflecting pools, I think they're called. And to see the size of them, you know, we see the size of the World Trade Center, the, the World Trade Center one that is there right now. Um, you know, we see the size of that and it's just massive to know that there were two that size and, um, and it was just, it's always something of where it's like, you never can, can fully like grasp the, the, the magnitude of the size of such an event that was 9-11 and then, so we did the museum, which if any of you have not done that, I implore you to do that, the 9-11 museum, and just everything that was there, every little detail that they have put into that museum and everything. And this museum goes underground and it takes you to the base foundation of to the World Trade Center. So you get to see the very first layers of concrete that they laid on the floor and the first concrete pillars that they put into the ground, you can see them. I mean, you can't touch them, but you're literally within arm's reach of them. Um, and it's truly breathtaking to see everything. They have like a full-size fire truck that was crushed um, there at the World Trade Center Museum, it looked like a Tonka truck, like one of my little toys when I was a kid that I would just like, you know, destroy. And this is a full fledged fire engine that is literally just mangled. And I'm just like, wow, like you're up there, you're right next to it and you can see it. And then they have like little cameras there. They have like little, little monitors, not cameras. They have little monitors there next to these vehicles that were caught on some sort of like news camera footage. And you can see this fire engine crushed in many news feeds out there. Um, same, like same thing with this ambulance that they had in there. They had an ambulance in there. They had items from the planes. Like, I did not think that anything in the planes actually survived. And there they are. You know, they got pieces of the planes there. But it was an incredible, incredible museum. Really, really, really heart, heartbreaking. Um, especially when you're doing the Room of the Survivor. Or the Room of the Survivor. Wow. I really said that. The Room of the um, of the Victims. You know? the in memoriam room, which has a picture of every single person that died that day. Real, real, real moving stuff. And um, just something of where I was like, wow, you know, it really gets you really, really, really tugs on the heartstrings there. Um, Especially when you see the little babies that, you know, were aboard the flights that day, and that were in the World Trade Center. You know, it's very, it's very, very, very hard to hard to see and hard to look at. But it's a part of American history, and um, it's a part of it's a part of you know our history because you know we were all alive for it. We were all alive during nine eleven. So um, to be able to be down there and see that, you know, absolutely incredible to see um, that museum and experience it. Uh, so yeah, so we did that, and then we went down. Uh, we took the subway down there. Uh, believe it or not, all the times I've been in New York, never been on a subway. This year was on my first time on a subway. Didn't know what the hell I was going to expect, but man, was it cool. It was cool. Like it honestly wasn't. We ended up doing, um, a subway the entire time that we were in New York for the rest of the days that we were in New York, we took the subways to and from. It was real convenient, real awesome, real great, real cheap. So, uh, yeah, you know, we did that. And um, it was real cool. Got to take my mom. We took my mom to this one restaurant called the Mean Fiddler. It was it was uh, it was this Irish pub right there in um, right there close to the Times Square. It was close to Times Square, and um, and so um, it was real cool, real good. They had shots there waiting for us. 
my brother and my my brother's girlfriend, I was walking in and they were like, hey, we're here at this table back here. They have shots for us. And I'm like, what the hell do you mean they have shots? And they had like these, like these, I, like I forgot what they were, but they were good and they were strong. Just how I like it. And uh, yeah, no, we, we had one hell of a time in that bar, man. We real cool, real good. Um, great food, great drinks. And then um, we did that. And then we walked right around the corner and boom, Times Square right there. And I got to show my mom Times Square and I got to see the look on my mom's face, man. And the look on my mom's face was beautiful, perfect. That's exactly that 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 made my trip right there. It didn't matter what I did from there on out. Because the look on my mom's face at that moment in my life, I'll never forget it as long as I live. Never forget it as long as I live. And so um we, you know, we took the pictures there in Times Square. We had a moment there in Times Square, then we um then we went off down to uh, Rockefeller Center and we got to take a picture in these like these fountains. They were like these fountains that came up, right? You know, it was it was like this design on the ground, but it shot the water up and you were you were kind of like um I don't want to say trapped that like that makes it sound like a bad thing, but the water would come down. And then when it would come down, it would be down for like five seconds and then people would come in and out. And then once you were standing in it, the water would rise and it would be above you. I'm six one and the water came above me. So, um, but it doesn't hit you though. That's the cool part. It doesn't hit you. And, um, so my mom and I, we were able to get in there and we were able to take pictures together. Um, like everybody was snapping video and pictures of us while we were in there. And that was pretty cool. And then we went uh, past 30 Rock. We passed uh, Radio City Music Hall, uh, took some pictures there. And then we got to go to St. Patrick's Cathedral, um, which was very special to for me to be there with my mom. Because my grandmother, my mom's mom, went to St. Patrick's Cathedral back in, I think, I want to say the 80s. The 80s, she went to St. Patrick's Cathedral. And um, yeah, in the 80s or early 90s, one of those two, like late 80s or early 90s, they went to St. Patrick's Cathedral. And um, and it was truly something. I Like the last time I was in New York, I went to St. Patrick's Cathedral to check it out. But... Um, we, we didn't go all the way inside. There was, I don't know why we didn't go all the way inside. I think like COVID rules still didn't allow us to, but my mom and I, we actually got to go all the way inside the church and all the way around it. It was amazing. It was so great. So cool. The design the detail, the architecture in that church. I mean, breathtaking. Absolutely breathtaking. And, and it was, it was, um, it was awesome. It was a great moment. It was a great moment to be able to share with my mom in that one. It really was. So uh, we got to do that. And then we called it a night on that one. That was that was, like that was the end of night one. Day two, we went there. Uh, we went down to Staten Island. Staten Island. We went down to uh, to Battery Park, which is where you could see the Statue of Liberty from there. You could see Ellis Island from there. You could see all sorts of cool things from there. Uh, we did that. Um, then we uh, then we got to go and experience John's on Bleecker, which I will literally fist fight anyone. That tries to argue the fact that John's on Bleecker is not the greatest pizza in the world. Anybody says that John's on Bleecker is not the greatest pizza in the world, you come and find me, pal. Meet me on the corner of Wilshire and Barrington in Los Angeles, California. You don't want to come out here? You tell me where you're at. I will fly to you. I will fly to you and we will engage in a pillow fight. That is what will go down. Let me tell you something. John's on Bleecker greatest pizza in the world. I challenge anybody 
that if you have a better slice out there, I will fly to you and we will take down the Pepsi challenge with John Zombleaker and your slice of choice. I will hold firm. I will, I've never gotten in a fight when anyone has told me about my Dodgers, my Lakers, my Trojans, or my Steelers. But when you insult John Zombleaker, let me tell you what, a captain will go down with his ship. And I'm prepared to take on that role with John Zombleaker. Okay? So there you go. Anybody thinks that they got a better slice out there, you come and find me on the corner of Wilshire and Barrington. All right? Come and find me. Come and find your boy. And that's what we'll do. So anyways, um, yeah. So we did that. Um, uh, we did John's on Bleaker. And it was hysterical. It was hysterical because so my mom brought a couple of her friends out from Arizona. And um, one of her friends is, we'll just say she, she's, she's entitled, Okay. Most people in Arizona, for some reason, are. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's for the fact that they're 49th in education or if they're, uh, you know, hell on earth. I don't know what it is. But it's one of those reasons why I think they feel that they're entitled. So anyways, moving on. Sandbox. Um, <laughs> so we have our incredible food, right? John's on Bleecker, best pizza around. Um, the appetizers were amazing. I'd never had the appetizers there. I've never had the appetizers at John's on Bleecker because I just, you know, I get there, boom, give me some pies. I'm ready to roll, baby. That's it. But, you know, there was a big group of us, so we were really hungry. And they're like, yo, let's get some appetizers, get this, get that. Oh, my God, it was amazing. Every appetizer was better than the last. It was phenomenal. And so uh, one of my mom's friends, uh, we're like, we're all done there and we're about to pay. I actually think we did pay. And one of my mom's friends goes, excuse me. She has one of the waiters. She goes, excuse me, I didn't see you guys had dessert here. Why, why is that? He was all like, he was like, because we don't feel the need to. Well, what are you talking about? Lady, we're a pizza place. Did you eat the pizza? Yes, I did. Did you like it? Yes, I did. Good. Great. Now get out of here so we can get some more people in here. You want great dessert? Just go around the corner right there. Tell them I sent you. Well, that's not very polite. Well, I'm not here to be polite, pal. I'm here to give you some pizza. Did you like the pizza? I did like the pizza. Good. Now leave. <laughs> oh, my God. I was dying. Oh, my God. I was dying of laughter. Oh, wow. I was like, that is amazing. I love it. Thank you so much for that. Oh, wow. It was hysterical, hysterical hearing that. And that's why I love New Yorkers. That's why I love New Yorkers, man. I swear, I feel like in a past life, I was a New Yorker. Swear to God, I do. Swear to God, I feel like I was a New Yorker in a past life. But yeah, so we did that. Uh, We did a couple other cool little things there. Got to take my mom to Central Park and everything. Got to show her that. Unfortunately, they weren't running the horses at that time, the carriages. My mother's always wanted to do a carriage. Um, so she was able to do that uh, a couple of days later. The following day, my mom went back to New York. I did not uh, go into the city with my mom. Uh, she went to go watch Wicked. I stayed back at my brother's house and got really drunk watching NFL football all day. And uh, yeah, so we went and did that. And my brother made like some of the best best wings I've ever had in my life. Some of the greatest wings in it my life my my brother's girlfriend the amazing kate she had she made these 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 cupcakes oh my christ some of the best cupcakes i've ever had in my life some of the best cupcakes i've ever had in my life they were amazing all right amazing um they were like these raspberry raspberry type of cupcakes oh they were so good so good um yeah, you're probably being like, dude, did you eat the entire time I was out there? You damn right I did. Damn right. And I smiled as I did it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we just, uh, we drank a lot that Sunday watching football all day there and everything like that. It was great. It was good. And, um, and yeah, you know, my mom got to go to the, go to the, uh, she went to the, uh, she went to go watch Wicked on Broadway. 
and she loved it and she was um everything i had a little surprise for her lined up because i was leaving to i was leaving back to los angeles the following day and um and so i was heading back to los angeles the following day and my mom was going to be going back to new york or she was going to go back into the city a couple more times so i had asked my brother i was like look man do me a huge favor you guys are going to go back into the city I'm going to pay for you guys to go go back into the city, go back into Central Park, get her on a carriage, and I want the whole tour. I want the whole tour, which was like about like 165 bucks. And um, so I I Venmoed him, Zelda, whatever the money. My mom got to do the carriage ride. I was getting pictures sent from my brother and from his girlfriend Kate. Um, and my mom had a hell of a time. It was great. It was awesome. Loved it. And everything. And I'm going to see my mom again uh, in a few weeks when I go down there, when I go to the sandbox for Thanksgiving. And uh, yeah, so uh, the trip was a massive success overall. I loved every second of it. I love going out to the East Coast, man. I love my Jersey, Philly, New York family. I love it. I love it, man. It was an awesome trip. It was a great trip. Loved every second of it. And, um, yeah, if, if, if only if New York didn't get freezing freaking cold in the winter, I could see myself living in the NYC. I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding. I could see myself living, living there, you know, living off Fifth Avenue in one of my upper, upper West Side apartments. Yeah. With Shamsworth, my butler. Yeah. And Bentley, my driver. Yeah. That's my, you know, my little, you know smug um voice my smug new york voice (laughs) but yeah anyways it was an awesome trip and it was a great trip and everything went well went great thank god flights to and from didn't crash so that's good and then um yeah other than that i can't wait for my next adventure which who knows when that one's gonna be but uh i wanted to get back on here talk to you guys a little bit uh chat. I'm going to be releasing another episode this week. We're going to get back on going to get back on track, all right? Going to get back on track. The schedule for work is starting to starting to get get normal again, so I'm going to be able to go back, you know, to the normal podcasting ways, the normal podcasting release days, and I will be uh, releasing another one this week, but I had to get back on here finally release this stuff. So, thank you. Uh, I know it's going to sound weird, you know, with the beginning and the end or whatever, but all right, guys. Uh, this is the, uh, this is once again, the, uh, I'm going to be releasing this on a Monday. This is going to be released on a Monday. So this is your Monday episode of the May I Have a Word podcast. All right. I love you guys. Thank you so much for your constant support of the podcast. I love it. You know, the numbers still keep climbing. I don't know how, I don't know why, but I'm not going to question it because all of you around the world, that is right, around the world, you guys continue to support it, and I love you guys. As always, you can guys can find the podcast, spread the word. You can find me anywhere and everywhere, baby. Apple, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, wherever you want to find a podcast, you click it, you search it, you find the voice that is right anywhere. Google Podcasts, wherever you want to find it, you will find me. All right, guys, you guys take care. I will see you later this week. We'll chat then. All right, guys, once again, I am your host, Gustavo Montes. This has been the May I Have a Word podcast, and I will talk to you guys later. Wash your hands. I'll talk to you guys later. Love you. See ya. Well, all right, guys, that was it. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Once again, I truly, truly apologize about having a almost three and a half month hiatus from the episode until me posting it. Uh, You know, hey, no words... I can say any much more than other than I'm sorry, and it will not happen again. I will have my year in review show coming at you within the next few days. Um, I just want to get out of the way before Christmas. Uh, Hopefully, I will get it out of the way before Christmas. That is my intentions. So, uh, yes, but um, if I don't, then I will absolutely have it before New Year's. Uh, You can count on that. And, uh, yeah, so I do 
Thank you all once again for tuning in. I love you guys. Once again, you can find the podcast on every major platform out there. Apple, Spotify, Pandora, um, uh, iHeartRadio, anywhere and everywhere that you can find a podcast. You Google search, may I have a word, you find the voice. That is where you will see and hear my rants about literally nothing. So anyways, without saying much else, I love you guys. Take care. Wash your hands. Huh? All of you, wash your hands. I don't want a third wave to ruin my New Year's Eve plans. All right? You guys take care. Love you. And I'll see you soon.